0: Hello, this is Saeedu Zaman from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 1st of May. The BJP today released its manifesto for the Karnataka Assembly elections. The party has promised to implement the Uniform Civil Code, apart from bringing in a National Register of Citizens, PTI reported. BJP National President J.P. Nadda said his party will introduce the Uniform Civil Code based on the recommendations of a high-level committee to be constituted for the purpose. The term Uniform Civil Code alludes to a common personal law that would apply to all Indians and would regulate adoption, succession, marriage and divorce. These practices are currently regulated by a variety of personal laws based on the person's or the community's practiced religion. Six categories make up the BJP manifesto. Anna, which is food security. Abhaya, which is social welfare. Akshara, which is education. Arogya, which is health, Abhivruddi, which is development, and Adaya, which is income. One of the promises is to give below-poverty-line families a daily half-liter of Nandini milk through the portion Yojana. The opposition has raised concerns over the merger of the state-run Karnataka Milk Federation's Nandini dairy brand with Gujarat's Amul, alleging that Amul's arrival into the state could harm Nandini's interests. The Portion Yojna also calls for monthly ration packs that include 5kg of free millets in addition to 5kg of rice. The BJP has also promised that all families living below the poverty line would also receive three free cooking gas cylinders. The free cylinders will be provided in three installments of one cylinder each in the months of Ugadi, Ganesh Chaturthi and Dipavli. <coughs> Listeners, after months of close testing, beta releases and bug fixing, we are excited to announce and talk about our app. Our app packs a bunch of features that you will rarely spot in Indian news app. A range of in-app payment options, custom notifications, podcast player and add-ons such as bookmarks and the dark mode. Our app puts the user's choice at the centre. The news laundry team is constantly working to introduce a bunch of new features to the app. So please download our app to enhance your news laundry experience. And listeners, Manisha and Atul are in Karnataka bringing you another election show where we have joined forces with the News Minute ahead of the assembly polls in Karnataka. With internal reservation among SCs snipped, will caste overpower other issues this time? Will BJP's infrastructure push help it regain its popularity despite allegations of corruptions? How will communal themes, especially the hijab ban, feature in the poll campaign? And how much will money power local candidates and local issues matter? Our team will try to answer all this, so please contribute to our NL Sena project by going to newslaundry.com slash Sena and contributing an amount of your liking. We are able to do all this because we are funded by you, and not by corporations or the government. Your support is all we ask for. If you aren't a subscriber already, become one today. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. The center has blocked 14 mobile applications that were allegedly being used by terror groups and their supporters in Jammu and Kashmir, NDTV reported today. A source told The Indian Express that the apps have been banned on the recommendation of the Ministry of Home Affairs. The source added that the apps have been blocked under Section 69A of the Information Technology Act 2000. In the interest of maintaining public order, state security, the sovereignty, integrity and defence of India, as well as friendly ties with other countries, the centre is given the authority to obstruct public access to digital resources by the provision. A central intelligence officer claimed that after discovering that terrorists and their supporters were using these applications to contact on-the-ground workers in JMK, they recommended that action should be taken. India banned 118 Chinese-based smartphone applications, including the hugely popular online game PUBG, in September 2020. The apps, according to the Information Technology Ministry, engaged in activities prejudicial to the sovereignty and integrity of India, defense of India and security, and security of state and public order. This step was taken shortly after the authorities had banned 59 Chinese apps, including TikTok, in June 2020. Tamil Nadu Chief Minister M.K. Stalin today announced that the factory's Tamil Nadu Amendment Bill 2023 that allowed up to 12-hour workdays in industries has been withdrawn, the Indian Express reported. For factory workers opting to work a four-day week, the bill included provisions to increase their daily working hours from the current 8 hours to 12 Currently, factories can employ workers for eight-hour shifts. The government had previously put the bill on hold, pending further deliberations. The choice was made on Stalin's assurances that his administration would take into account the union's worries about the legislation, which they claim is anti-labor and reflective of policy reforms pushed by the BJP. The Communist Party of India, Communist Party of India Marxist and the VCK, allies of the ruling DMK, had also opposed the new law. The chief minister claimed that the Labour Progressive Federation's opposition to the bill, a workers' organisation connected to the DMK, was evidence of the health of democracy within the party. Trade unions and opposition parties have been protesting the law ever since the Assembly passed it. The state cabinet ministers clarified that the law would not eliminate the workers' current perks and that it would only be enacted with their permission and with several exclusions, but the representatives of the union refused to budge. Following a controversy over the alleged 45 crore-rupee renovation of premises of Delhi Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal, BJP today started an indefinite dharna near his residence, PTI reported. The BJP pleaded with the Chief Minister to permit ticketed entrance so that the general public can view for themselves the Chief Minister's lifestyle at 6 Flagstaff Road civil lines. BJP's Lok Sabha MP Harshwardhan and leader of opposition in Delhi Assembly are leading the protest. Attacking Kejriwal and the Ahmadni party, the BJP had claimed that the chief minister spent 45 crore rupees on remodeling his official residence between 2020 and 2022. The BJP's Delhi unit chief Virendra Sachdeva alleged that this renovation took place when Delhi battled the COVID crisis. The sit-in protest also included participation from BJP activists from Puram and Chandni Chowk district units. Turkey's President Recep Tayyip Erdogan announced late on Sunday that Turkish intelligence forces have killed the suspected leader of the ISIL group, Abu al Hussein, AFP reported. Erdogan told broadcaster TRT Turk that the IS leader was neutralized in a Turkish MIT intelligence agency operation on Saturday. Abu Hussein al Qureshi is said to have taken over the group after his predecessor was killed last autumn. According to local and security sources in Syria, the raid occurred close to the northern Syrian town of Jinderis. Which is governed by rebel organizations with support from Turkey and was among the most severely affected by earthquake that struck Turkey and Syria on February 6. There was no statement released by the ISIL. Turkish intelligence agents and local military police in Jindires, supported by Turkey, have blocked off a zone, according to an AFP journalist in northern Syria. Conflicts broke out on the outskirts of the town over the course of the night between Saturday and Sunday, according to a resident who spoke to Reuters. The conflict lasted for approximately an hour before neighbors heard a huge explosion. Security personnel later surrounded the area to keep onlookers away. In 2014, the ISIL organization seized large portions of Iraq and Syria, and at that time, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi, the group's leader, proclaimed an Islamic caliphate over the region, which was home to millions of people but following operations by US-backed forces in Syria and Iraq as well as Syrian forces supported by Iran, Russia and various paramilitaries, the group lost control of the area. The group's remaining fighters are now primarily hidden in outlying regions of Syria and Iraq and still launch attacks from time to time. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow.